Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You know, from the first moment that it opened, it's been an amazing destination. It has certainly been on my bucket list. And as they say, it sits on an island, off an island, at one of the corners of the earth. And today we're going to be talking about that place. It is the Fogo Island Inn. And while why we are talking about it is because of the Eat Vancouver Festival. Now, it's back for its 18th year. It's coming up, actually, started yesterday, November 4th to the 9th. And they have even more award-winning chefs, more collaboration dinners, events, classes all sorts of great stuff for you to sink your teeth into. Just check out their website for more information. Now, they've also got 15 chefs who are going to be there to prepare signature dishes that will embody their cuisine. And one of the people that they have brought in to do that, and we're so lucky to have them in studio with us now, is Jonathan Gushu with the Fogo Island Inn. Jonathan, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. That's a long way to come for this, so we appreciate that. It was. It was a bit of a trek. It was a bit of a trek. It is. I don't think people understand how far it is to get to the corners of Newfoundland and Labrador, isn't it? How long is that flight? Yeah. Now, it's altogether, I think I looked at, it was about 18 hours travel, 11 hours flying. That's amazing. I mean, you can go to Europe for that. Well, that's, I, I, at the end of it, I was sort of exhausted sitting in the airport going, my, how am I still in the same country, you know? I feel that so. way often as well, <laughs> traveling to Newfoundland. Uh, so what are you going to be doing for Eat Vancouver? What are you going to be preparing? Uh, for Eat Vancouver, we're doing a lettuce fondue. So it's, it's uh, we say uh, lettuce in the way, like we use, we use a lot of foraged herbs on Fogo. Um, so what we do from there, so any wild leaves, uh, not really any scattered, but any the sea vegetables we can find, uh, we would c- essentially make a sauce or a soup out of that, uh, and then we thicken it with scallops. And then it's, it's naturally thickened with scallops. You put them in raw, and when the, the soup or sauce is hot, it thickens it. And when it sets, it becomes almost... Um, Almost like a bit of a, almost like a jelly. And then we serve that with uh, some Fogo Island snow crab. It's pretty simple. Pretty simple. <laughs> pretty simple, except for the foraging and the making and the doing all that. Just oh, that to part's get... fun. Is that we part like, fun? We enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Fogo Island. How isolated is it? I'm sure people, when they when they see the pictures of Fogo, the Fogo Island Inn, it's so mm-hmm. distinctive, right? It's the hotel on pillars, and it feels like it's in the middle of nowhere. I, I get. I don't know if I'm biased or something. I just don't. I always find when people say isolated, I don't know what. I don't get it. Like I'm for, I mean, I'm from St. John's. Uh, oh, originally. you're kidding! I'm so kidding. So I'm. Yes. I'm. So I don't really find it that isolating. I find it fascinating more so. Uh, there's, it's. It's just so different than anything else I've ever. I've ever seen. I mean, when I first went there, it was almost. As shocking as I mean, I don't know how to put it, but I remember my first reaction. My, you know, I was thinking, my God, this is like the moon. And, and, and just, See, you felt it and too it, then. But not isolated. I don't. I, I always get nervous when people say isolated because I think they're trapped. I mean, you know, we it's very easy to get on and off the island. Uh, so 
I think it's air access. There's one thing we have issues with, but I mean, getting off the island as as a, a whatever a local or a resident is it's uh, it's super easy. And, and but there's lots to do. I mean, the islands it's bigger than Manhattan Island, so it, there's there's a bit of stuff to do. Though there's a lot to do there for sure. But you know, when the idea of building this um, hotel where it is to build this in, it has attracted people from all over the world. Lots of celebrities as well. What's that like? <laughs> Um, I think what's great, what's great about the inn or, or Newfoundlanders in general or Newfoundland is that it just brings everyone down to the same level. I think everyone's pretty casual. You come in and, you know, they say, hey, how are you? And that's really about it. I, I don't think the pretension has gone pretty quickly. Um, I mean, our goal is just to give people a great experience, uh, let them have a better understanding of Fogo Island. Um, and the people and the place, and uh, really just let them let them relax, decompress a bit. And when you cook for them, because that's what you're in charge of there, how challenging is that for you then? Because I know you like to use a lot of local ingredients, as you mentioned, but those can also be hard to find. Not at all, actually. The I mean, you think it's a self-sustaining island for 500 years. So, I mean, I thought the same thing. And I really, what I, my, my intention was going there, I really want to challenge myself as a chef. And quite honestly, I've got more stuff than I can use. Really? More product than I can use. Yeah, I mean, we don't, I mean, you can imagine there's not a lot of, I mean, I don't know if you've seen pictures of Fogoana, but I guess you oh, have. Yes. So it's not exactly conducive to cattle. But beyond that, it's everything. <laughs> no. I mean, there's, there's pigs and, and uh, lamb and sheep. And, but beyond that, I mean, there's chickens, of course. But really beyond that, I mean, there's so much fish. I mean, it's almost... Those things are like a side note. The seashore lamb, as amazing as it is, is still sort of just one of those things we have where, where the star of the show is the cod, the crab. Um, right. I mean, even uh, right now, sea cucumbers you see are just uh, amazing, mackerel, herring, and all these things. It's funny. It's, it's actually great to be able to, for guests to serve them. And they say, where is this herring from? And you just point, you know, right there. Right there. And, and you can actually see sometimes out in the evening when people are starting to come dine that they're, that's when they do a lot of squid jigging and uh, lobster trapping. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool, and especially when they see, you know, they can see people pulling lobsters out of the ocean. Just right in front of them, mm-hmm. like from the window of their room, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Everything, every single, what was smart about the inn, too, is every, all 29 rooms point to, you know, the uh, Notre Dame Bay. So you can provide the protein, no problem. What oh, vegetables about, are easy. Yeah, are they? What do you really? use? Really? Um, we do. I mean, most of everyone had their own gardens, so because because they had to sustain themselves. Yeah. So um, that did go by the wayside for a while, but when uh, you know we encouraged uh, them to uh, bring it back, and there were still a half dozen growers still on the island. Uh, we've probably got a good dozen now, and there's one. There's we even have one uh, vertical grower now that's uh, doing all kinds of hydroponic greens for us. Uh, but not, I mean, again, it's not challenging at all, enough to the point that we're getting enough product that we started another, a totally uh, separate vegan lunch initiative uh, really? that, that's just foca- uh, focusing on the vegetables of the island. And also, too, hopefully we're, we're looking at getting into school programs as well that we can, um, you know, uh, bring back the, the home economics uh, concept. Where that's gone by the wayside a bit, and people can be making their. Hopefully, the students can be making their own lunches. That is such a good point, though. That the idea that the home economics have gone by the wayside, because I know that in speaking with like my mother-in-law has passed away now, and and other relatives, like Newfoundland was always so self-sustaining, mm-hmm. and that that you're right, that has changed a lot in recent years. Everybody did have a garden before. 
Oh, everyone had a garden. It was very, we, we growing up, we used to, I mean, I, I grew up in St. John's, but I, I obviously knew of it. My, my grandparents were in uh, Conception Bay, but they, you did have that feeling. I mean, there was, there was the, the, the island would change when you would, you know, when it was berry season, moose season. Time to go fishing. I mean, which at the time, sadly, was any time. Yeah. That's why we got in the trouble we got into. But, <laughs> so you know, I think it's, uh, it, it's I mean, there's always been uh, this, the, I think every Newfoundlander's got a forager in them. Um, it was just a thing. You didn't, uh, you never questioned going blueberry picking. On the East Coast, we would go blueberry picking. In Fogo area, you would see in central or central Newfoundland, you'd see a lot of partridge berries, baked apples, crowberries, things like that. So how do you experiment then? When you're creating new dishes, how often do you create new dishes and how do you do that? What's your process like? We go through, I mean, flavor profiles. It is, that is proving complicated. Complicated enough that we're building a lab to sort of our research laboratory, I suppose, or our, uh, a place we can do R&D, do properly. Timothy Charles, who's been there from the very beginning as the executive sous chef, he's, uh, he's done a lot of, of um, research into the island's products, preservation, um, and, that, and just flavor. Pro- the flavor profiles, that's one thing. Uh, you're, you're right. They're, they can be, they're, they're, they're different. So it's, it's just wrapping our head around them. And it's great because you get certainly things like rose roots, uh, things like that, where, but they finish like marigolds. And it's sort of strange, uh, but of, you know, a, a good strange if there's such a thing. <laughs> there is such a thing. So a, a food lab, is that like, like what um, El Bulli used to do, right? Where you had a I lab think, to work at? Yeah, conceptually. I mean, I think is, it's more from a chef's point of view is that when you really are experimenting, um, and trying, trying to, which is really ultimately trying to give the best experience to your guest. But that doesn't mean you want to be using your guest as guinea pigs. Uh, and there's a difference. So we would just like I think we can do a better job uh, for planning our seasons if we um, if we do some forward research. And I think it would also too allow us to give that that particular ingredient the respect it deserves, and and take it as far as we can. Is there an ingredient that you can think of that you still haven't found a place for? Like something you said, I want to use this, but I haven't found the right place to use this yet. Something that's been particularly challenging to you? I think uh, challenging perception, probably like I mentioned, the sea cucumber. Um, I, I think it's, it's, it's amazing. I think we just have to get used to it and see how it's best, best used. Somewhere between, um, we'd like to keep it, it's, it's a bit more aggressive than squid, but is, is very similar. Um, I think we just haven't found the... I'm not sure if the thing is if we haven't found the right place or our our guests aren't sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> so will you keep presenting it oh, to yeah. the guests until they yeah. are sure? I think just in the most... In, in sort of the friendliest manner. And I mean by that, maybe it's... Is it ceviche? Is it grilled? What is what is the most approachable? I think... I'm thinking grilled these days that uh, is the most approachable way to be... Uh, presenting it. How long has Fogo Island been open now? Ten years more? No, no. About it's going to uh, next year. Will be its eighth eighteenth year. Okay, eighth year. Okay, so almost ten years. Then have you? Do you think food has changed during that time? Has cuisine changed during that time? Where now what you're doing there is it seems like everybody is doing that. I think so. I mean, I think we would owe that to probably Noma or and El Bulli, especially Noma. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's good for us. It works for us. I mean, everything in Newfoundland, and I think that's a lot. There's a couple of things, but I think obviously the recent uh, fascination with Scandinavia has been great for Newfoundland. They're Why? Because well, we're where we are a subarctic climate. We're the most southernmost subarctic climate in the world. So we do have our weather. We are not very cold. In fact, our, I think we have the third mildest winter in Canada. But because we are subarctic due to currents, 
the Labrador Current, we do get products much like northern Sweden. I was in northern Sweden and I couldn't believe it, it was really like I, looking at the ground. I thought I was home. Looking at the ground because you're looking at your product. Yeah, it's all the same. It's actually it's it's it smells the same. Even getting off in Copenhagen the first time I ever went, I I'd been in Toronto for years, and then prior I was living here, and they, I couldn't. The smell was it was it was actually shocking that I got a bit of a jolt when I got off the plane because it's I thought I was in St. John's. Well, listen, it was nice to have you back on the West Coast. Uh, Glad to see you're going to be here for Eat Vancouver. Anything uh, that we can look forward to? I think, I mean, it's going to be a great, great week. Um, A lot of of awesome chefs. I look really forward to seeing a lot of these guys again. Um, But I think, yeah, you've got to come out and try everything because it's it's a great experience. We just did the one in Toronto. It was a huge success. Do you like to like look at what the other chefs are making and go, hmm, all right, interesting. I'm going to make a little note about that. No, for sure. It's, it's, just like, it's just like dining out. There's lots to learn. There's more. As long as you keep an open mind, you're going to keep moving forward. Oh, sounds good. Jonathan, thank you so much for being with us. My pleasure. That is Jonathan Gushu from the Fogo Island Inn here for the Eat Vancouver Festival. Kicked off yesterday, runs through to the 9th.